Welcome to the Abundantly You podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Emily Garris. I am obsessed with calling abundance into my life and in helping you do it too. I'm a mindset coach at my business, Abundance Emily, and it lights me up to help women overcome their scarcity mindsets around food, their bodies, and their finances. Each week, I will teach you how to activate your own abundance mindset and share my abundance journey too. If you are craving radical transformation, growth, to shift your perspective, dream bigger, ditch the binge and restrict cycle in all areas of your life, and create a life of pure abundance, you are in the right place. Are you ready to activate your own abundance? Let's do it. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Abundantly You podcast. I have some very exciting news to share with you today. If you follow me on Instagram, you have probably seen that I launched my very first masterclass series. It's completely free and I'm running it for four weeks in a private supportive Facebook community and it is called the Eat With Ease Masterclass Series. And yesterday, which was Saturday, March 6th, I had my first live training within the group. And let me tell you all, it went so well. And I am just so excited and grateful to be able to do the work that I do in helping women. Specifically, this masterclass series is around beginning to heal your relationship with food and your body and creating a relationship with eating that brings more ease into your life. So I was pretty nervous, but also very excited for my first training. And as I got going, I was much more excited than nervous. So I've just been celebrating and resting a little bit this weekend because this is, this was a big, a big accomplishment for me in my business to really put myself out there and share what I have learned and what I know can help transform other women's lives as it relates to food and their bodies as well. So if any of you who are listening are in that masterclass or who saw that first training, I hope you loved it. I hope that it brought you some big breakthroughs and just some continued expansion in your life around your relationship to food and your bodies. Because as I shared in depth with the women on this masterclass, for most of my life, my relationship to food and my body was anything but easy. And I found myself longing for an easy or easier relationship with food and my body. I would look around and see how other people related to food and just think, why can't it be like that for me? And I had created all kinds of limiting beliefs in my head as to why that could not be my reality. I had just resigned myself to the fact that eating and body image and all of that was going to be very difficult for me for my whole life. This is what I had thought because I found a lot of evidence of this in my life. And for me, it was really painful to continue to want different or or hope for different or wish for a different relationship with food and my body and just to continually not be able to achieve that or to maybe achieve it for a short period of time but then to not be able to maintain it and to go back to self-sabotaging and just really sabotaging any sort of progress that I made with my relationship to food 
and my body. So today I want to talk a little bit about what it means to me to eat with ease and share a few golden nuggets from our our first masterclass series that I did yesterday. And I'll also be sharing at the end some details if you want to jump into this masterclass. It's not too late. I'll be running it the whole month of March. So I will leave some more information at the end of this episode. So eat with ease. What does it mean to eat with ease or have an easier relationship to food and your body? So the first thing I really want to say is that ease does not always mean easy, right? So I think it would be a great disservice to pretend like I my relationship with food and my body is easy all the time because it's not. And it's also no longer my goal to always have an easy relationship with food and my body because I know that there are going to be times in my life that that flow really well and feel very full of ease and then there are going to be some times that require more of my attention and might feel a little more challenging but it's it's now that I know that in those challenging times I can show up in a different way and show up for myself and care for myself always and not self-sabotage so that's kind of the first main distinction and I also think something that's really powerful It's just because something is simple, like it's simple and logical to understand, does not mean it's easy. So I remember when I was really struggling with my weight and it would really frustrate me to hear people talk about weight loss like it's it's so easy. I mean, it's such an easy concept, right? It's not eating more calories than your body needs. It's moving your your body. It's being in a calorie deficit. And I would think... But it's so hard. It's so difficult for for me. And I know for women like me, why is this so difficult? So I just want to encourage you to think about this as just because something is a simple concept, like calories in need to be less than calories out, does not mean that that's easy for women like us who have used food as a way to cope with their emotions or as a not so helpful defense mechanism for whatever pain or difficulty we have been through in our lives. And for those of us who have been steeped in this toxic diet culture, it doesn't it you can't just snap your fingers and expect progress to be made overnight. And I spent I spent a lot of time thinking that my progress should be more linear or should be happening faster and that caused me a lot of heartache and so that is something that I want to help the women in my world avoid because I know how horrible that feels. So the first, I believe the first really crucial step to eating with ease is developing your self-awareness. So really asking yourself what is my relationship to food? What is my relationship to my body? how are these relationships going in my life? Thinking of them as you would maybe a friendship or a a spouse relationship or someone you love, right? How, How is that relationship going? Even sometimes, I think for some of us, just realizing we have a relationship to food and we have a relationship to our bodies. And when we have that sort of self-awareness, then we can begin to bring our care and attention and nurturing to that relationship. 
And then like for me, I have been able to, when I see it as a relationship, it's something that deserves my care and attention. And it's something that is within my control because I spent a lot of my life feeling like my appetite and my hunger and my cravings and my urges to binge and that I would binge eat and that I would emotionally eat. It felt like it was something happening to me that I didn't have control over. And that made me feel powerless and guilty and it just the whole spiral of shame which led me to self-sabotage. So when I realized this is fully in my control and yes, I may need some support and yes, I'm going to need some time and some resources to work through this, but that this is within my control and it's something that is not happening to me was hugely empowering for me. The next thing that is so important, um, and I didn't, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but these are all really the foundational mindset pieces and techniques that will help you have an easier relationship with food and your body, how you can also eat with ease. So these are the foundational mindset pieces. So the first that I covered was developing that self-awareness. That is hugely important. The second piece is all or nothing thinking. And I think the first step is, again, being aware of what your all or nothing thinking is, being aware that you even have all or nothing thinking. And then from there, we can work to dismantle that all or nothing thinking and find the beautiful balance that feels good in your life. To not see things in terms of black and white, but what is that beautiful gray area in the middle that feels full of ease and something that you can happily and pretty easily for the most part maintain and sustain for the rest of your life. So that's kind of the long game goal of creating lasting change that feels really good as it relates to food and your body. The next piece that I want to talk about is, and my mama bear is going to come out here, but it's to watch your language. How we speak to ourselves, the language that we use when we talk to ourselves or talk about ourselves is so incredibly powerful. And I know for me personally, I spent a lot of years discounting how important my language was. So I had, and I think a lot of us can relate to this sadly, I had some really mean, nasty self-talk. A lot, of, Most of it, it would go on in my head, me talking to myself. But I would talk about myself in a really self-deprecating way as well. Calling myself names, counting myself out, really doubting my abilities and capabilities. And I think what's especially important when we're specifically talking about our language around food and our bodies is we so often fall into a good camp or bad camp. So we, we have these ways that we deem ourselves good or bad or deem food good or bad and it's all a very shame-based or punishment driven way of seeing food in our bodies so i mean we put food into good and bad camps and this is diet culture perpetuates this and this is something that i lived my life by for most of my life thinking okay all of these things that taste so delicious that I really enjoy eating like pizza and candy and cake and ice cream and appetizers and burgers and all of those things that we would typically deem as junk food or bad food we then will conflate 
thinking that we are bad people when we eat those foods. And I was very, very steeped in this for a long time. Oh, I ate all of this quote-unquote bad food, junk food. I'm a bad person. Or, okay, salad is good. Fruit is good. Vegetables are good. So there were so many days where I would, you know, eat those nutritious foods, which nutritious foods are great. And I do prioritize eating whole foods in my diet. And we'll be talking more about that next week. But I would feel like if I stuck to my diet plan, whatever diet I was following at the time, I would think, oh, I'm such a good person today. I was so good today. I was so good on my diet. How many of us have said that? And so what I really want to encourage women to reframe is you are a good person because you are you, because of your heart, right? Not because of what you may have or may have not eaten today. Food that you eat has nothing to do with your worth as a person. And then the last really key mindset shift around eating with ease is to really be intentional. And this is something that I have more recently started doing. So maybe like in the last six months, I have really brought so much more intentionality into my life. And this, I think these these mindset building blocks really build on each other so beautifully because I couldn't I don't think I would have had as much success being intentional if I hadn't first really worked on developing self-awareness because for me first bringing more intentionality into my life I first had to become aware that oh there are some areas in my life where I feel like I'm really on autopilot where I'm not my care and attention is just not present and I'm just going through the motions. And when I stopped to really notice that and check in with myself, I realized, oh, this does not feel good. This is not how I want to, if I imagine living this way until, you know, the end of my days, I was not okay with that. That was not a way that felt good to me to continue long-term. So bringing more intentionality into my life, especially around food in my body, has meant the intention that you have when you're eating something is truly everything. And for me, this has to do with if I am sitting and enjoying, let's say, a delicious burger, and I'm sitting there and the whole time I'm feeling guilty and beating myself up and telling myself, you are such a bad person for eating this bad food. This is so fattening. I'm not going to enjoy that meal. And I'm going to feel like shit afterwards. But instead, if I sit down and think, I'm so excited to enjoy this burger. I am going to eat without distraction. I'm going to really pay attention to how the food tastes. I'm going to not eat so quickly that I miss the whole experience of eating. And I'm going to really listen to my body's cues. So if I find myself getting full, I'm going to stop. And if there's still food on my plate, I will save it. And I will have it for another time when I'm hungry again. And this has really changed It has changed my outlook on eating, honestly, and how much more I enjoy food now. Because it was just mind-blowing for me to realize, like with that example of eating eating a burger, 
it's the same burger with the same nutritional value but how my mindset is when I'm eating that burger and how much intention I bring when I'm eating that burger it's two completely different eating experiences because if I'm so wrapped up in feelings of shame and just degrading myself while I'm eating that food for me and probably for a lot of you chances are we're not present in the moment to really enjoy it and then for me I would think well I I want to experience that that good food again because I I wasn't really present or I didn't really enjoy it to the fullest potential so I would want to eat more or I would eat past the point of fullness or I would be thinking about okay now what can I have for dessert even though I'm stuffed I've already eaten this quote-unquote bad food so let me go eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's even though I'm stuffed It's just such a different world when we become aware of this and can bring more intentionality to how we eat. And then the last thing I really want to leave you with for being intentional is this question. Are you eating something because you really enjoy it and you're really craving it in that moment? Or are you eating something to say, fuck the man to diet culture? And I ask you this because I realized that this is something that I did a lot in my life. I would rebel against going on the next diet, even though I would sense that I was gaining weight and I was not feeling comfortable or happy about that weight gain because I knew I was either becoming physically uncomfortable or already physically uncomfortable. And in my mind, there was two speeds. It was on a restrictive diet or actively rebelling and binging and emotionally eating. And so this, this old mindset that I used to have of fuck the man to diet culture, and I would just eat all of the things that I told myself and that diet culture told me that I could not eat when I was on a diet. So it was like I wanted Pop-Tarts at breakfast and I wanted to go out for lunch and I wanted to eat a bunch of chips for an afternoon snack and eat as much at dinner as I could and then have a dessert or two and then maybe a savory snack before bed. It was like how much food can I fit in today of all of these foods that are really delicious that I don't allow myself to have when I'm on a diet or actively dieting. And again, taking this back to being self-aware and having more intentionality, this was definitely not a way that I wanted to continue to live my life for the rest of my life. When I imagined being an 80-year-old woman, hopefully still in really great physical and mental health, is this a way that I still wanted to be relating to food and eating? Did I want to continue eating in a way that just gave the middle finger to diet culture? Hell no. I was giving away my power so much more than I ever even realized. So when I, I did realize it, I this is when I knew that I had to make a big change. And I'm just so grateful that I no longer relate to food this way or eat this way because being on the other side, this is just so much better. It's a whole different world. So I hope that those mindset shifts were helpful to you as you work to, if you want to create more ease in your life and how you relate to food and your body. So if you are interested in joining my free Eat With Ease Masterclass, I would absolutely love to have you inside. I'm going to leave the registration link in the show notes. 
All you need to do is enter your email address and you will be registered and I'll send you an email with all the details and for you to join the free private supportive Facebook community that we are holding these trainings inside of. And replays will also be available through the month of April. So if you can't join live, that is absolutely okay. Replays are available. And each week I'm dropping several journal prompts within the group that will be related to each week's lesson and just really help you start to develop that self-awareness and start to check in with yourself and create more intentionality in your life and really integrate the lessons that I'm sharing each week. So thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. I'm wishing you just the most wonderful and ease-filled relationship with food and your body. And if you're interested in the masterclass, I would absolutely love to see you inside. Wishing, the, wishing all of you a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If today's message sparked something in you, I would love if you would share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes or sending me a message on Instagram so I can continue helping you activate your own abundance. If you're not already, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at AbundanceEmily for more free content that will encourage you to make the mindset shifts to live your most abundant life. I'm sending you so much love and I'm so excited to connect with you on the next episode. Until then, I hope you take heart in the fact that the relationship you've always wanted with food, your body, your finances, and yourself are within your reach.